0: Okay, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session for Tuesday, the 9th of May. I uh, hope you're all keeping well after the bank holiday yesterday in the UK. Um, hopefully you had a good one, whatever you were doing. Uh, it's kind of good to be back. It's kind of good to be um, to, to be able to take a fresh look at these markets again um, after the, I suppose the events really over the last week or so so um let's get straight into it then welcome back guys it's great to be back um so it's about being prepared for today's trading opportunities that's what this whole session is about so we'll uh, we'll get straight into it then please see our risk warning uh, currently up on screen good morning everyone right so to be able to trade profit profitably you need to be able to um determine which markets you should be focusing your attentions on Uh, Where do we then want to enter and exit those markets? Very, very different processes in terms of identifying where you want to get in, but also where you want to get out. And how do we then manage risk? Uh, Hopefully prior to entry, risk is something that you're not fiddling with once you're in the trade. That's not good discipline to be be doing that. Uh, And then trade management as well. So if you can get into a position to book in profit, um something we've not really been in for a good few weeks now that that sort of ability to be able to mitigate risk or or, or remove the risk off the trade um, which again is kind of unusual market conditions at the minute but um and trading psychology as well all important features we, we make these considerations live every day in our trade rooms and we are strong advocates of being consistent in decision in decision making accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our hard-earned capital, and of course be patient as well. So let's have a little look, and probably more importantly, let's have a little look backwards. So um, so bank holiday yesterday, France and the UK. Um, today, nothing of any major concern. You can see they're all um, yellow news events so very relatively minor news events um we're going to have cpi tomorrow so that's going to take center stage it's going to be a big focus and then on, on thursday we'll have the, uh, the boe we'll have the rate decision again all these banks despite what the market is saying in terms of right well you know um especially in the us specifically that you know we're going to start pausing and pivoting that that's that's not the case in terms of exactly what's happening, but it is what the market is interpreting. And that's what's making these conditions really quite, quite challenging at the minute. So tomorrow's um, uh, CPI numbers, you can see that w- when we're talking about sticky CPI, you can see that year on year, uh, the CPI number is looking like it's gonna stick around at 5%. Uh, core cpi still relatively elevated in terms of growth 0.3 and on the headline previously it was 0.1 and now it's looking like we're getting a 0.4 so it actually looks like inflation is marginally ticking higher again so this is the this is this is what the central banks have to well this is what their remit is to, to try and, and get this inflation down to 2% and um many have argued that uh, inflation from nine percent to five percent is is almost the easy bit it's the low hanging fruit now we're going to have to wait and see whether um the interest rates of 5.25 is going to do enough to be able to not just continue to bring inflation down when it's with its which it's not doing it's not bringing inflation down certainly as far as this print is concerned uh and then within un- unemployment if we can take a little step back to last week's we had some really quite interesting we have this sort of high we have this stagnant sort of us economy with high inflation and we're, we're seeing stunted growth in in certain areas so rba 25 base point rate hike um job jolts kind of came down a little bit but the problem is um, we have uh, ADP coming in way above expectations and I'll just skip quickly to Friday's non-farm payroll again people's wages are increasing Um, the employment change number has you know we're seeing 70,000 jobs more than what was anticipated the unemployment rate is actually coming down which the Fed wanted to go up Um, And it's all a bit of a bit of a mess. And you can see this through the charts as well. Um, You can see what the market truly makes of this type of situation. We saw a 25 basis point rate hike. And the question is, is 5.25%, even though it nearly caused the banking crisis, um, is that elevated enough to start bringing inflation down from 5% to 2%? Uh, We would suggest not. We would suggest any any signal that the Fed and Jerome Powell seems to be playing both sides of of, of, of this um, of this environment. He seems to be talking markets up and talking markets down. So um, there's the distinct kind of lack of clarity there across the board. Uh good morning, everyone. Yeah, great to be back, guys. Great to be back after a nice long weekend off. Um, okay so and as you can see not a huge amount has happened over the course of yesterday and that's often what you get during sort of lighter market conditions it's like as if the whole market sort of takes a bit of a bit of a breather so I just want to interpret this into actionable um, a bit of a plan basically so we're anticipating that 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 these markets, um, central banks are still in, are in in rate elevation tip. Um, they're in this process of raising rates, so they're very very hawkish I- in their views. And these unemployment rate, non farm pay are all ex- all surprised to the upside. And very simply, if you have high prices or high inflation, and more people have jobs and their wages are continuing to go up. Then it just means that higher inflation is could 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 be a lot stickier than you would ever assume and they did say that the the rate increasing environment is very subject to to, to job losses um and they do want to see that job loss number start to tick higher and it's not doing so so as long as unemployment remains very low and cpi remains really quite sticky and we should get cut that confirmation tomorrow whether that's the case we can certainly expect these markets to um well they're behaving in a very resilient uh fashion as things currently stands um however in our opinion they're probably going to take a turn to the downside at some point so let me share what what we mean by this. um, We've got this situation in markets like the the S&P 500. Um, Let me bring this up. So, if you broadly look at the S&P 500, you can see that we are in this, it's kind of a resilient sideways moving market. Now, it does have some important characteristics to it. So we are making higher highs. Okay, so you know, we should probably get another higher high. The problem is the 4200, which just cuts across this line, we are very interested to see whether this market will get above 4200. Because we don't anticipate it will do. So we got higher highs sitting in here. But unfortunately, we've also got lower lows. So you've got this sideways moving pattern with potentially just ever increasing, and this is what you'd expect from this kind of condition. So we're in a tricky position. We didn't really have, we had this lower high thing kick in previously, lower lows, and then the market turned. And we're expecting that kind of turn at some point it's just profoundly resilient. And we thought we would have got that move last week, and we didn't. So just to explain, just because these markets are are remaining stubbornly high, it doesn't necessarily mean that the the trade idea for a bit of softening across the US indices is necessarily the wrong wrong trade plan. Um, And I am saying this off the back of Friday's really powerful buying of these markets um, we just don't don't believe that trade at all um, however that's what we got so clearly during these lower lower volume periods this manipulation is is taking hold so we saw that the jobs number and we would have expected some softening across the board and um, we saw some extreme buying uh, kick in across the board. And a very, very interesting move because it does create a big problem for these markets. So no no decision that can be made really inside this strong sideways moving pattern since uh, early April. Um, Similar situation across the board. We would have more of a bearish downside view on on the Dow Jones if we hadn't have just made new highs um, just over a week ago. Uh, same situation for the NASDAQ. We're actually up at these elevated levels. So the S&P and the Dow um, are very much in a, you know, the, the threat would, would easily be to the downside. Uh, if you're looking, if you're quite bullish uh, these. US industry markets, which we're not really, um, then the buy trade is, is clearly in, in the NASDAQ. Um, all those tech stocks that, no surprise, are performing well. Um, earnings are coming in above expectations during a period of high inflation. So, um, you know, all these tech firms have put their prices up. put their prices up and um, these companies this is the double-edged sword of inflation you see so you and i paying much higher prices benefits somebody who do they benefit um well predominantly all those massive tech firms that, that are still performing really really well in this environment so we're seeing a bit more elevated price action across the nasdaq um our bias is for further downside across these equity markets. We're just not really getting the moves kicking in just yet, and it looks like the, uh, the we're in this horrible, horrible, sideways moving pattern as you can see um, for quite some time. And now we're just breaking up to these levels, but we've been here before and reversed. We've been here many times before and reversed. So, um, our bias is to the upside, but perhaps not just yet on the Nikkei. Okay, Bitcoin, um, a little bit of selling off over the last few days. As you can see, um, we've got these lows down here. So we're in a, again, please note, we're in this little sideways range since kind of mid-March for Bitcoin. So so to just uh, conclude looking at the US indices, um we did get that that significant move on Friday and um, that reversal and we've run into previous lows which has the potential to be resistance um, uh, so look we're getting this little rollover to the downside. We've also got um, gold as well, um, finding a bit of support yesterday. Just come back into strong support, so we'll probably see that move to the upside. And then, just to finish off with the with the currencies, um just want to look at the dollar first. So, um, we're still in the euro dollar trade to the downside. So, we we'll want to see if we get give that a little bit more time. The, the pound dollar. Um, this has been a very strange market. There's obviously been a lot of activity for the uh, in the UK just around, you know, the um, there's a bit of a, a feel-good factor across the UK due to the coronation uh, of King Charles, and uh, again, that that sort of buoyant view has been uh, a little bit a little bit surprising, perhaps to the upside, but um you know from a an economic perspective there's a, a lot of problems in the uk for the pound but certainly um uh the the price action still maintains that kind of pure resilience to the upside um so that 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 dollar yen trade looking at that to the upside um it's currently not really doing much yesterday and today so looking elsewhere we had further dollar weakness yesterday which it looks like as if we're getting a bit of a reversal so we might look at a little bit more dollar strength today so New Zealand was um, has been a really strong mover so we're just beginning to get these little bits of rollover price action across these dollar pairs and again look at the highs up here for the Aussie dollar so um we need to be careful with this dollar because there is i suppose many that are advocates of dollar weakness across the board we still think we're going to get dollar spikes and uh, there's still arguments to you know to continue to buy the dollar but um the price action is clearly moving against that that particular bias at the minute uh the euro pound we finally broke through this low this little previous monthly low, the six the 87 17 level um has it broken sufficiently for us to want to trade it and and purchase the um the pound against the euro it's it's quite a it's quite a it's a technically it's it's fine it's just um the, the market fundamentals so we're getting this little breakout of this little low in here So, um, so a little bit of strength in there for the pound against the euro. Um, the yen seems seems to be mild strength in the yen today. I mean, it's nothing nothing significant. So, a lot of these markets are in sort of quite important decision making territories. Um, so. Let's get our trade plan up, and we're going to look for some potential dollar indicey, um weakness and potential dollar strength. Okay, if that's our base case, where, where's my thing? Um, we can we can try to see if we can get some opportunities within that. So again, unfortunately, guys, this this mixed market condition prevails. Um, and on Friday we wanted to keep our options open reading the US indices and the dollar markets um, the, the gold trade Friday morning we were up at we we're in a very very different position we we're looking for some continuation to the upside we didn't get it we've got a very significant rollover on Thursday and then some follow-through on Friday so some meaningful but it does give us an opportunity to potentially buy Uh, around the 2029 level 2029 okay let me just put this level in here right so um, we've got mixed market conditions I think that can stay so we're looking at potential weakness we're looking at potential USD strength after everything that's happened over the last three days, despite not an awful lot happening yesterday. Um, we're looking at gold, uh, looking to buy above that twenty twenty nine, which is yesterday's low. Right, US oil and the the pound yen. We're going to just back off slightly. Right, okay. Um. Right. Okay so, this is our trade plan currently up on the screen. We've got broadly mixed market conditions. I wish they were a little bit more uh, directional, but they're not. So, um, um, so that's just the, the context for these markets. We're looking at potential US indice weakness and we're looking at potential, uh, sorry, it's dollar strength. Hey, so we're looking for potential US dollar uh, US in weakness we're looking for potential dollar strength and we're also looking potentially to buy gold above 2029 and just please note trade frequency and trade size is lower than normal due to these mixed market conditions so this is what uh, we as traders what this is, is we can make regarding our sorry bear with me one right okay then guys um so that apologies for that interruption there um please see our risk warning currently up on screen so on that note guys thanks so much for joining us we'll be back again um sorry bear, bear with me guys Okay, apologies for that interruption one more time. Uh, Please see our, um, we're going to discuss these narratives uh, in our live trade room now in just a second, because, um, because we got these mixed market conditions, we're actually seeing some, you know, we're we're seeing um, commodities take that little roll over to the downside, we we saw a really surprising move to the upside for the US indices, we saw quite a low dollar. And these uh, bond yields have have remained a little bit suppressed, really. Um, When we anticipate this, there there is kind of reasons for this risk off trade, we're just not seeing them play through the charts. So it's kind of hard for us to to pull the trigger on a particular um, narrative just yet. So what we find instead, is that it just keeps flip-flopping from one to the other. All right then, guys, um, on that note, thanks so much for joining us. We're gonna switch rooms now. Uh, any questions, feel free to post them. And um, we trade these markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m. every morning, and again at 12.45. Uh, for more information, just go to livetrader.com uh, Apologies for the distractions this morning, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye for now.